The following podcast is going to have strong language, so fewer discretion is advised. What's up, everybody? It's Josh. You're probably wondering right now why you haven't heard Joey reply yet. And that's because some things that have been changing here. So um, now you might ask, what do you mean by change? Well, Joey's pretty busy up at college. So it's going to be me hosting it now. And uh, we'll be looking for guests. Guests like a host, I guess you would say. And um, so if you're ever interested, let me know. That would be cool. Um, So, yeah, Joey's pretty busy at college right now. So it's just going to be me being the permanent host. So, um, so, and then obviously you haven't heard anybody talk yet. And that's because tonight I have to re-record episode three, which is what this is going to be. And we won't have... We won't be having a guest speaker on tonight, which is a little bit difficult for some. But unfortunately, the co-host I had originally for episode three when we recorded is busy, and you know I'm trying to, um, I'm just trying to give you guys content because you know it has been a while since episode two, so we're gonna try and get this um, out as soon as we can and. There won't be any audio problems because there won't be another person talking to um, sound like we're arguing because that's a that was a problem that we were running into where every time I talked and then I gave it a little bit of a break for my co-host to talk, it would be like it would be like, "Hey, I'm Drew, Josh," and then you'll have someone at the same time when I'm saying, "Hey, I'm Josh," saying. Oh my gosh, did you see that? Like, it, I mean, it's not like like that exactly, but because uh, it was just blending in together at the same time and it sounded like people were bickering. So, so yep, so tonight we're just going to go straight solo. Um, if you experienced like a couple second like quiet area, it's going to be because um, I'm like either getting a drink of water or something because unfortunately... When you talk a lot, your mouth does get dry, but you guys already know that. So, you know, if uh, if you don't hear me talking for a second or something like that, it's more than likely me getting um, a drink of water. So, okay, so let's roll into episode three. So, the first topic we're going to talk about is strategy for bookmarking spots on YouTube. So, I did create a YouTube, and we are going to post videos on that every podcast is going to be like basically it's going to be a picture and then um in that picture it's going to be just our audio version until i just can find a way to get a video recording of my podcast and we'll roll through it that way but for now it's just going to be a picture like a like a like little thumbnail art with our with my bitmoji and uh and uh, without voice. So if you want to search that up, it's going to be, um, if you just search up BTS pod, it should be the first option on the search engine. So that's uh, that's where you'll find it. So 
people were might be curious of why I say strategy for bookmarking spots on YouTube. Well, I had a couple people who asked me on the first two since, you know, it doesn't save your last current spot unless you're on the browser. So people ask, can you like kind of like share some tips on bookmarks um, for when I listen? So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to do time time cards or time marks or something like that. I can't remember the particular name, but it's where um, I'll put in the description all the category names. So it's like a it's like a spoiler, and unfortunately. Um, unfortunately, yeah, that's going to be like a spoiler way, but if you want to just look at, if you want to look through all the topics we talk about, it, it will have the topic and then a time on the recording where it starts. But, um, for this first video, it, it, or not this first video, but this first original, well, not the first podcast, obviously, but I, I'm like scrambling my words. Sorry about that, you guys, but, um. So the video, a.k.a. episode three, will not have it until maybe a little bit later. We're going to try to publish these as fast as we can, not in a sloppy manner, but in a way where people can at least start listening to it. And unfortunately, I'm still got a pretty busy schedule until midweek of next week. So it's going to be a little bit before we... Before the time marks are on there. That's what they were called. Time marks. So. In the meantime. Especially through episodes one and two. What you can do is. is um, What I like to do when I'm watching long videos like that. Like if I want to watch a podcast of a famous comedian. I'll like pause the video at like 30 minutes in. Or like pause the video at like 45 minutes in. Pause it at an even time. That way you can find it easier. So like if you're watching, let's say you're listening to this and um, you're like 15 minutes into the podcast and you got to go to work or you got to do other stuff. You pause it at the 15 minute mark and then when you come back later, you're like, oh, I'm just at 15 minutes in. Or you can write it down on like the notepad app on your device to... Um, to remind yourself so you can do it those ways so that's my tips for bookmarking spots on youtube we're going to move on to the next topic so the first entertainment topic we're going to talk about today is drake throws more shade at kanye now what that means is is um kanye went on to like a talk show or something like that it was one of the late night shows it was something he went on a talk show and he was really pissed that Drake insulted him on stage in Chicago. And he's like, well, it's really insensitive for him to be attacking me right now. Like, and my opinion on that is, is like, dog, if you didn't freaking give Pusha T shit to create that diss track, and if you didn't push Pusha T to make the diss track, he wouldn't be coming after you right now. It's kind of like really stupid like when you push someone to do something and then and then and it hurts somebody else and they come after the person that pushed them to do it 
I mean, it makes total sense. So when you're saying, oh, it's insensitive that Drake is attacking me right now. Like, no, dog. If you didn't freaking think that, uh, if you didn't think that Drake wasn't going to attack you after he found out, like, you guys were working on a collaborative album. How can you tell me, or at least that's the speculation. They were getting, they, but they were becoming good friends. That That's a fact. So you guys were becoming good friends, and then all of a sudden you're gonna you gotta you're gonna produce Pusha T's album and this song, and you push him to do a Drake diss. Of course you're gonna expect backlash. I mean I I don't know who wouldn't think that there would be backlash to that, and then people like we said on episode uh, I think it was episode two we were like well he didn't he didn't attack Pusha T. Well you know in this per- perfectly good point. You know, attacking Pusha T is okay, but you want to attack the source, so he'd be like, you know what, don't be fucking pushing people to talk shit about me, asshole. Like, that's the perfect way that he does that. And so, so he said that, so the way, so when he was doing the interview and he said it was insensitive, he said something about, um, they got into an argument about a purple um, devil emoji. So what Drake did is he posted a picture of himself and then for, for the caption, he put the purple devil emoji or whatever, the purple horn emoji character. So this is kind of like a jab on Kanye because you know what? You're like, you know, what? Like he's so insensitive and it, and it was all over this thing. And then he like kind of like teases him and kind of like pokes at him by posting this picture with that mark. And, you know... Kanye's stupid to think that nothing was going to happen back at him for doing that stupid shit. So, yeah, moving on. Still with the Drake topic. Um, Drake has been number one on the Billboard Top 100 for 24 weeks in a row, a.k.a. six months. Um, and it has been a wide variety of songs from... God's plan, nice for what, and in my feelings. So Drake's been killing it on the charts, and you know, it wasn't no, it wasn't in a row because I think I remember this is America, got number one one week. But for the most part, Drake has been on the number one spot, which is pretty crazy because you know what? That's an accomplishment. That's almost half the year right there. And if he continues it up, he, he might have it for most of the year. And I wouldn't be surprised if he got um, artists of 2018 for how popular he, he is and why not. So I, I think that's a great accomplishment. And I think it's a good for him because you know what? He is a good artist. He uh, can have debates with me all you want. We all have our opinion. But I think that he's a great artist and his fucking – these facts – prove it that he's a good artist because if the song was crap it wouldn't be number one on the charts and don't say it's rigged because you know what you know it wouldn't be rigged because you know why because if people are freaking if it's today's music today's music number one that's between anything but most of the time it's it's like it ranges it can be country it could be not rock too much because you don't see too many rock songs on the charts but um no, it's from a wide range of variety of music, and you know what? They wouldn't be playing. Uh, they wouldn't have Drake as number one because it represents how many times he's played on the radio. They wouldn't represent Drake as 
number one, if nobody fucking listened to it, that wouldn't be make any sense. So, so yeah, great accomplishment on Drake's behalf. So, um, last episode, I told you I'm going to start sharing some personal stories about me. So, um, one day in my business class, um, I was going to connect my AirPods and we will talk about AirPods, like our thoughts on them next week. It's only because I want to stick to the original script that we had for episode three and I don't really want to change it up because... You know what? What you know? I can always include that stuff that I want. I could change up for episode four. So that's the reason why I won't go into AirPods. But so getting back to it. Um. So I was trying to connect my AirPods on my phone. It said that they were connected. So I'm like, okay. Well, you know what? I don't want to hear this crappy fucking presentation. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just listen to Drake, and um, and that way the presentations won't be as bad. So I put my earpiece in, and it said it was connected, and I play the song nonstop. Now, if you don't know what nonstop is, search up the very first lyrics, and it's not. I just flipped the switch, flip flip. It's not that one. It's the one before that line. And it's not, it's only one line and it's supposed to be the producer of the song. And it's the, like his signature line. So, so that blurted out in the class. And, uh, my teacher says to, um, to me out loud in front of the whole class, he's like, oh, I bet your mom doesn't know you listen to that music. And, you know, I mean, it's kind of funny that he says that to most people but you know to me it pisses me off and here's the reason why it pisses me off so you know i don't judge you dog like why are you judging me well you know what i don't because you know what i don't give a fuck if he didn't like that music i don't give a fuck because you know what it's my music it's not his i don't give a shit but you don't see me ragging on you you don't see me ragging on your music so why you gotta make these fucking smart ass comments saying, "Oh, I bet your mom doesn't know that you listen to that music." Like you can go fuck yourself, dude. Like I didn't really say that to the teacher because you know what? I'm not gonna fucking fail get failed in a class and be a fucking kicked out of the school because of over some music and this thing that he said. But you know what? It is a bunch of bullshit. You know, I mean, I don't judge people, and they shouldn't have to judge me and my music choices. So, but you know, I don't mean to go off on a rant there. But you know what? That's just my opinion. That guy was a fucker for saying that. But overall, he was a good teacher. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, that's my first story that you ever hear about me. So, uh, this, so moving on. Um, so, the mo- last episode, we found breaking news that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was put on hold. And we said that we would... Uh, we would discuss more about that in this episode. So here we go. So James Gunn says some racist tweets and Disney did not like that. He did that. It wasn't like lately. It was like a long time ago, but it doesn't matter. Disney didn't want to be a part of some guy who had a racist tweet out there. So what they ended up doing was they fired James Gunn and it caused a big conflict with the cast of guardians of the galaxy. 
So when you cause a conflict with a, your cast, you're going to you're going to have problems recording and you're going to have problems filming. And so, you know, it makes sense that it was put on hold, but it also sucks because you know what? If Disney could suck it up and put it, uh, let them do a movie or whatever, you know, I'm not going to pick sides. I'm just saying that, you know, I, I stated my case in episode two where kids don't really care about the director and where the parents do. And it makes valid point and it makes perfect sense. But on the other hand, kids don't see it that way. And the kids are what's going to be driving it to the theater. And, you know, there is adults and teenage and, uh, and like the younger, like mid-age adults. Like, you know, I'm not going to specify age range. But when you got, when you got most of your, a lot of your crowd looking at um, the movie and not the, and it's not the director per se, even though the director plays a crucial role because he's directing the movie, they don't, there's a lot of people who don't look at it. So the fact that, the fact that, you know, Disney fired him over it, I understand. But at the same time, the movie's put on hold and now I'm a little bit disappointed that I got to wait now for who knows when or if it even happens because who the hell knows if people are going to stick around for the third movie when they don't have their favorite director directing it. So, And speaking about Disney and Guardians of the Galaxy, a.k.a. Next Topic, um, so Dave Bautista, like we said before, the guy who plays Drax, is still attacking Disney for firing gun. He is not. He is so pissed with this whole firing situation that he won't stop attacking Disney. And you know what? He has a he has his own rights. And you know what? He's attacking them. And like Disney, I guess, try to say that this one guy who debunked the tweet or something, he literally went in the like to his videos and found out all the lies that he told that that the guy told that found this tweet. And showing Disney, like, look at this guy. He can't be trusted. So why are you firing our director? And he won't stop attacking them. And it's just kind of interesting. But he has a point to stand up for what he believes in. And and if he believes this whole thing with James Gunn, and Disney's just going to have a difficult time with him. And I wonder, I'm more curious of how long until – you know what, enough is enough, and he's just going to say, fuck it, I'm done attacking Disney, and I'm not going to do any more shit for them. So, you know, who knows? So, we'll see about that one, too. Sorry about that, I was getting a drink of water, but you should already know that. So, speaking of attacking on people, here's another story. So, this semester, I was going to take a Spanish class, and... Knowing me, I'm not good at foreign language classes. So, you know, I was going into this with negative thoughts because, you know, I'm not good with foreign languages. I, I have a hard time learning them, so on and so forth. But everybody knows that foreign languages are hard. So, but it, even if you're learn, trying to learn English because you don't speak English, it is very hard. So, I go into class 10 minutes late, first day, and my instructor won't stop bashing me and what i mean by bashing is he was pissed that i was late so he wouldn't stop attacking me for it and like what i mean is is like he kept on mentioning well what time does class start 
guys? And the whole class would reply, 6.30, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, when I showed up at 6.25, most of the class was here. Like, he wouldn't stop attacking me. And that really, really set me off because, you know, I was fucking sick, dude. Like, the fact that you're attacking me because I'm sick and I was 10 minutes late means that you're just a fucking dickhead. And there was times where I was about to walk out of the classroom and tell the guy to go fuck himself. But, you know, I'm the better person, and I just let it slide off of me. So, um, yeah, he was a dickhead that first day. And then the second day um, that I go into that class, I was feeling like shit. And it wasn't like it was worse than the first day. So it seems like my sickness didn't get any better. And I was having, like, I was having diarrhea, and I freaking, I was surprised I could even fucking make it to the school without getting sick or anything. And I tell him, like, dude, I'm beginning sick. I can't stay around. I just wanted to let you know that because, you know what, maybe if I tell him in person that I'm not feeling good, then maybe he'll cut me some fucking slack and he won't be such a dickhead to me. Wrong. He still attacks me. He's like, he's like, well, you know, um... Yeah, Josh, you know, we're going to have such a fun class today. You're going to be missing a fun class. Like, dude, I'm not deliberately trying to miss the fucking class because I don't want to be here. I don't feel fucking good. And, you know, I said that I didn't say it like that. I said it in a more polite way. I was like, yeah, it's just I don't feel good. I can't be staying around here. I don't. He's like, well, you know, I don't want you to get the whole class sick. But you know what? If you do miss this class, you're going to lose some points. You just fucking performed a double negative. Like, what the fuck? Like, you can't tell me that one thing and tell me another negative. I mean, you can, but you're going to look like a dick that way, which he was. But, you know, that doesn't mean anything. But I'm just saying, you just performed a double negative on me, and yet you expect me to be super ha- happy about it. Like, yeah, and you know what? You know, maybe I should stay. But you know what? I, you know, if you, your classmates get sick, they're going to be like, it was just a load of bullshit. It was a load of bullshit. I couldn't handle it. And then when I was looking over the the syllabus, it was like, if you miss up to six classes, you better drop the class because you won't be able to pass. And it really pissed me off to see stuff like that. Like, you know, not many people are like, um, well, maybe there is a lot of people, but I know a good amount of people who don't want to take foreign languages class because they're hard. And you know what? And for someone to have the energy to have to take a class i had to take it so that's a different but for the people that have the energy to go and learn that foreign language you should be giving them props and not fucking bastard them bastard them, not bastards <laughs> i'm getting my words mixed up but you shouldn't be bashing them like you know like how the fuck would you like that just like steers people off because that makes people like me like exactly me like you know i got there i don't have to t- i i, I it's hard to explain, but I didn't have to take the class, but it would have saved me from spending an extra couple hundred bucks if I took that class instead of taking the alternative round to get to get the credits. So, but, you know, like, that makes me be like, you know, I, and I know it's just my bad experience, but it makes me piss, and it's like, well, why, why the fuck would I want to learn Spanish now? I mean, that's a shitty thing to say, but why the fuck would I want to learn it? 
why do I want to learn it when I every time I've been in the class I had a struggle and every time I've been in class all I've gotten help with is nothing and I've been attacked like that makes me not want to learn your language even more so like and then then you got other people who are like like you know it's but you get to learn what from other people and you get to be able to speak to more people because some people don't know English which is nice but you know what? When you got a fucking dickhead teacher that steers you off from be, from learning that language, it just pisses me off and it makes me not want to have to put any effort into it. So that was a that's another life that's not another life story about me. And you know, I know both of them are both gone into a little bit of a rant, but it is it all makes sense if you think about it. And you know, for for that to happen, it's just bullshit. And you know. I don't give a shit, you know. I'm not. I don't mean to go on a rant, but you know, I, I just do want to share my experiences with you guys, and I want to see what you guys think about those stories because you know that's some bullshit. But uh, moving on here after I get a quick drink because my mouth is already getting dry from all that ranting. So, Artemis from Ready Player One. Now, that's not the name of the person. That's the name of the character. I don't know what the lady's name is, but I just... So, the lady that plays Artemis from Ready Player One has signed on for a sequel, even though none is confirmed. And what I mean by sign on is when she signed the contract of the first movie, in the contract it says that there's a second one. It's already confirmed that she's going to be in it. But it makes me curious because why would they have that in the contract if they're not going to... If they're not going to do one. So, you know, like, um, I feel like they are going to make one because, you know what, it'd be weird to have that in the contract and them never make one. It has to be a reason why you think that there's going to be a, a second one to have to put it in the contract. So it's interesting. And, you know, the Ready Player One was a really good movie, in my opinion. And, you know, I think, I think that, you know, a sequel would be cool. And I'm curious of what they would do, but I'm kind of curious that they will even do one. But, my speculation is is that they will because of the contract thing. So, in other movie news, The Incredibles two is the first animated movie to pass six hundred million dollars domestically and has made over one point one six billion dollars worldwide. You no, know, you guys probably think I'm obsessed with this movie. This movie is really good. I'll tell you that much. And the only reason why I continue to bring on it, because that's that's news to me, and I think a lot of other people who who wanted to see the movie or saw the movie and thought it was good, like that's a huge amount milestone. Like everybody was waiting for that movie. Like everybody. And, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't want to see some little kids in the theater, but, you know, I don't think the littlest, littlest kids, that I really don't care about for the movie. But you got to think about it. It's been 14 years. That means when the movie was out and the baby was just born, they had over 14 years. They would be like almost like 13 or 14 years now, depending on when they were born. But, you know, that's 13 or 14 years since it's been out. And, you know, if you think about it, that's a good time frame. All the kids who were seven and saw it, like people my age, people, the kids that were younger, and they when they grew up, their, their parents showed them the movie. It brings a wide variety. I mean, now, don't get me 
wrong if you were a person that saw it in theaters like I did. You're you were the most hyped for it because we've been waiting 14 years. We've been waiting since ever since the day we saw that movie in theaters. The day after we saw, not even the day after, the day that 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 once that movie time was done, like once that movie was done and you saw it in theaters, you were dying for the sequel and you're curious when is it going to come out? When is it going to come out? Well, most movies that are sequels, they don't take that long. But this one took a while. It took, like we said, 14 years. And you know what? They did a phenomenal job, and it's like good for them. I'm glad that they they reached that milestone because you know what? You know, it was a great movie, and you know what? I don't know many people who would say, you know what? That way was fucking bullshit, and that movie was garbage, and I think that you know what, if they were going to make a piece of garbage, they could have done it in two years. So, I don't think there's many people who would say that, but, I don't know, there's always that, those trollers out there, so. But it was really good, it was really good and very interesting to hear about that, so. So, my next bit that I want to go into is an opinion segment, so. So the opinion segment is gonna is on the way trailers are made. Um, the reason why I brought this topic up was because you know I've I've looked over plenty of trailers and there's been plenty of movies that have been disappointed by the trailer. But, I mean, it wasn't as hurtful as, like, a misleading of a game through a crappy trailer. But the one – all these kinds of forms are crap. And I know the jobs is uh, let's make the trailer as best as we can to bring people into watching it. That makes perfectly sense. But for, like, me, for a good example, 13 Reasons Why Season 2, I'll watch that trailer over and over again. And I'm like, this trailer is fucking good. This trailer is fucking lit. But when it came to the second season, I was a little bit disappointed with it. And we talked about that in season one. So I won't have to go into it too much. But, you know, the way that trailer was made made it seem – made the hype real. And it made – even makes me hyped again even though I know what happens. It makes me hyped because it was such a good trailer. But then I'm like – then after watching that trailer, I kind of like go to like, yeah, this looks fucking awesome to like – uh you know that that second season wasn't that good. I, that that trailer just hyped me up for a for a letdown when I already know the letdown. So, you know, I get the job. What do you guys think? I mean, I mean, you can, you know, let me know on social media what you think because that's interesting, and I want to hear what people's opinions are on that. It's kind of interesting. So, I mean, is it just me, or do you think that trailers should be made in a more way where it doesn't misrepresent because when it misrepresents I feel pissed I think the biggest way is for a huge letdown or for a game especially a game because you know what a lot of people especially on console versions they're paying up to 60 bucks a game most of the time it is 60 bucks a game and when you buy a 60 dollar game you don't want a piece of fucking shit and then you buy a game like fucking Far Cry Five and that game was a piece of shit. Unless you like the story, I don't like story. But a lot of people were fucking let down with that game, and I don't blame them because I spent sixty bucks on that thing, and that thing fucking sucked. 
So, games are a big reason of why trailers should be fucking real represented and not fucking fake bullshit. Because, you know, if I, it's not just me, but, you know, would you want to spend 60 bucks on a piece of shit? Or would you rather save that 60 bucks on, like, a, a good game? So, it's interesting, you know. I, I just, trailers kind of, like, throw you off and it's not in a good way. So... And, um, so going on to TV show news, a little bit of TV show news, the show, The Big Bang Theory, will get the final season this year, so their last season is season 12, which is a good, is a good run for a sitcom, because a lot of sitcoms don't run that long, live action sitcoms, so, you know, for them to run 12 years is a great accomplishment, and that's a really great job. Now, I didn't really watch it too much, but I know a lot of people who watched it, and they really liked it. And they're, they're sad to see it go, but they're also like, it's better to stop while it's good, and they can stretch it out and make it crap, which I can agree on, even though I don't watch the show. It's like that for anything. And, you know, it will be a disappointment to all the fans that the show is being canceled, or not canceled, but just having the final season. While it may be a letdown, at least it's not going to be continuing on for a crap amount of years like shows like, um, like shows like, um, I can't think of it on top of my head. Fuck. Um, two and a half men. Two and a half men left. Oh, yeah, let's, uh, or when uh, Charlie Sheen left. Yeah, let's keep that show going. Fucking idiots. We'll go on to that on next episode. We'll. We expected that when they replace the main star of a show and they keep the series going. So we'll, we'll talk more about that next episode because it wasn't lined up on my on my topics list. And like I said, I want to give you I want to just re-record this regularly so that way you guys can hear. It. So moving on to some some gaming news. The game H1Z1 Just Survive is ending, a.k.a. the servers are being shut down. So I always heard that it wasn't, it never did that well on computer, and I don't know why, but a lot of people did not like it. And so the people that made the game, are can't, they're not canceling it. They're shutting the game down, which sucks, because especially if you bought it when it was two separate games, you just waste, you just lost your money. Unless you played it a lot when it was out, and you kind of like, like let's say you played it for over twenty dollars, and it was like a dollar an hour. So, but it is sad to see a game go. It's never a good thing, you know. When Watch Dogs one online went down because Watch Dogs two came out, and then Watch Dogs online free run was awesome, and. It kind of sucks that the game is kind of dead. I mean, at least servers are still up compared to what H1C1 Just Survive is going through, where they're just going to shut down. At least Watch Dogs servers are still up, but it's still sad to know that the game is dead and the multiplayer won't be as packed as what it used to be. So, some more gaming news. So, PUBG just fully launched on... Um, Xbox on the 4th and 
when they released the, the full release, it was supposed to come with the the the. I don't know what, how they pronounce the name. It starts with an S. I don't want to say schnook because I don't know if that's the right word. So they 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 released the new map, and they were supposed to launch custom mode and war mode. But of course, you know they were rushing a release, and they only released the new map, and they did not release custom mode and war mode, and they're saying of why they delayed those two game modes was because we didn't want to mess up the matchmaking seriously that's why you didn't want you wanted to delay it i feel like that's not fair to the people who were looking forward to it and you know what it's not even a full release because a full release would have that stuff you should should have kept it in early access whether it was even if it was custom mode and war mode was on it you should done like a week for custom mode and a week later you did War mode, and then that third weekend of September, you release the full release in the new map. But they did it, and thing is, is that now people who were looking forward forward to those modes are now disappointed because, of course, they delayed that, and it's not fair to the gamers. So, okay, getting back to TV news, the Purge is getting its own show. And getting, I mean, it's already out. So, um, on USA, they're having, it's like a mini series of, uh, it's like a mini TV series. So, it doesn't mean it's going to be an ongoing show unless it really does get really popular. Then they might continue to do it. But, um, on USA, they are doing a purge show. And I'm, a lot of people who are fans of the movies are excited. I never seen the movies. But I wish I had a host to that did. I mean, when we re, when we recorded it, the the host I said was that he loved the movies and he was really excited for it. So I don't have as much hype for it because I never seen the movies. But for you fans of the movies, just be aware that they have a show going out now. Hopefully, they do the movies respect because I know that in the past they have screwed movies that were turned into TV shows into crap. For example, Zombieland. Amazon, a while back, did a, a Zombieland TV show, and they got rid of all the original cast. They got rid of Jesse Eisenberg. They got rid of Emma Stone. They got rid of Abigail Breslin and Woody Harrelson. And they all did their iconic role, but especially Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson did such a great job in Zombieland, and everybody can tell, know that who... Saw and like Tommy Lane. They all know that Woody Harrelson did such a great job. So to make a spinoff show, not even a spinoff show, but to do a show off the movies, not have any of those original those original cast from the movies, it's kind of like it kind of is like what the hell? Like who thought that was a good idea? It was just not good. It did so shitty that Amazon ended up removing it. I didn't see it, but I'm just saying that Amazon removed it because it was that freaking bad. So, you know, for you Purge fans, I'm assuming that you're all like my my co-host that was for the old recording saying they better not screw over the show or screw over the movies by making the show crap, which would make plenty of sense. So... Moving on, more TV news. So on Hulu, they ordered a show by the creators of Rick and Morty. So 
And I heard it was supposed to be about aliens. I don't know how accurate it, my facts are about the alien thing, but it is confirmed that they made the show or they're, they're making a show. Now, what makes me curious is, is that since I'm a fan of Rick and Morty, what does this mean for Rick and Morty? Because they were renewed for 70 episodes, and to know that they got another show that they're going to be working on makes me curious of how far the launches of the new seasons of Rick and Morty are going to go. Like, um, are they going to do a season of Rick and Morty, and then while Rick and Morty is on TV, they're... They work on on this other or on this Hulu show, or do they work on one year on Rick and Morty and one year on on this spinoff show? Like it's well, not spinoff, but by the creators of that show. You know, when it comes down to that fact, you know, you kind of kind of questions you because you know it's not like it's like a live action comedy. It's um. It's a, a animation, and animation isn't the easiest thing to do. So it's going to take them time to make each season. I mean, it's usually around a year to a year and a quarter to a year and a half between. For for an example, between first season of Evans for Family and second season, it takes them a while. Now, like South Park, they get their stuff done within the year, and uh, that's because they got experience. But you know, for the people who are new in the game. Like Rick and Morty, they've only been in for three seasons. They got really big, but they're new in the game. For them to go and have another show makes you kind of curious of how their priorities are going to be for Rick and Morty and what their priorities are going to be for their spinoff show. So it'll be interesting to see, and you know, who knows? I might get Hulu for the month when that show comes out to check it out. So we'll see. Moving on to more, to kind of like still on the same topic of TV, but it also continues the topic with the streaming services. So, um, so this ain't about Hulu or Netflix, but this one's about Disney. Um, the re- and you'd be like, Disney and streaming, what? So, Disney streaming is cut to come out on the fourth quarter of 2019. Now, if you don't know what Disney streaming in is, it's going to be a monthly membership where people pay to watch new and old Disney movies. So, you know, like when future I'm trying to think like when like like let's say like Avengers 4. Let's say Avengers 4 comes out while oh, this new thing rolls out. That means the movie's going to be on that. It's not going to be on Netflix. It's going to be strictly on on the Disney streaming platform. That way Disney is making money because if people see it on Netflix or the Disney streaming service, they're just going to be like, well, I already have Netflix. So you know what? I don't need to buy this Disney thing. So they're going to be putting it on their own streaming service, not as a form of competition to Netflix, but just so they can make their money on their movies and not be giving them to Netflix. So, Sorry about that, you guys. But, yeah, that is going to be coming in the fourth quarter of 2019. So be ready for that. (coughs) Sorry, guys. Water went down the wrong tube in my throat. So, um, (coughs) Nick Splat streaming is ready. Now, you guys might be curious. What is Nick Splat? What the hell? Well, 
You guys could probably already guess it has something to do with Nickelodeon, and it is. It's a streaming service for to watch old Nickelodeon TV shows, and the price is only five bucks a month, which is really really good. Now I don't have a subscription yet, but that's because they don't have quite as much stuff on there as I want them to have it on there right now. Um, they got like Amanda Show, um, Cat Dog. Um, Chalk Zone, they're all like classic um, reality shows like that Temple show. Um, so, they got th- a lot of shows on there, but you know, I was looking for shows of more like me growing up. You know, when I'm growing up, like, well, like very odd parents, but mostly like shows like, um, like those new shows, like there was My Life of a Teenage Robot, there was Chalk Zone. I mean, there we got Chalk Zone, but or like um, Cat Scratch, Cat Scratch, Tintin Cat Scratch. You guys probably know that song. My singing sucks. Yeah, I know. You don't have to tell me twice. But um, Cat Scratch. Um, My Dad is a Rock Star, which was a show about the that uh gene simmons was on i think it was gene simmons it was somebody from kiss but i'm pretty sure it was gene simmons and that was a good show they had a lot of good shows on there back when i was growing up compared to the crap they got on tv now um we won't go in on that we'll save that for another episode when we have another person's opinion on stuff so but yeah it is out so you do want to check it out it's on a service a streaming app um I don't know if it's on the computer. I know that it's on like Android and iOS. Um, the app is called VRV. So if you want to check it out, it's five bucks a month. So, okay, going back to gaming. I know we jump from all over the place, but you know it's kind of like it's kind of I I like switching it around because you know what you know to have all movies and have all TV shows and have all games and all music it would be nice. But if you think about it, it keeps it interesting where you're like, you know, you're like, when is that video game stuff going to be over? Skip all the way through. That way you kind of like can rotate through and you're not listening to the same kind of genre topics. So, okay, back to gaming. Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition sells out and Bethesda Studios says they are not making any more. Now, Bethesda Studios... They make great collector's editions, and Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition is one of those. They make it worth every penny that you pay for it. Like, I remember in Fallout 4, if you pre-ordered that, you got a Pip-Boy that you put on your arm, which is pretty dope because, you know, the most iconic thing from the Fallout series is the Pip-Boy, and to have something like that in real life is pretty cool. Now, if I remember correctly, it was just like a thing where you could hold your phone so, like, if you were playing Fallout 70, or not Fallout 76, but when you were playing Fallout 4 and you had your phone in the in the Pip-Boy, you could use a companion app and pretend like you were in real life. Or it was kind of like a, kind of like a part of like a, it's kind of like a virtual reality thing, but it wasn't because it was real. But you would use that companion app and you would kind of be like feeling like you were in Fallout, even though it was just an app on your phone. So that actually would be kind of cool, like, Wear that to, like, school or work or something like that. And they would be like, um, what the fuck do you got on your arm? And you're like, it's a Pip-Boy. And they'd be like, what the fuck is that? 
and it's like it's like a it's like kind of like a smartwatch, but it's huger. And then you would have your phone on it. That's like the best way to fucking like try to casually be like, especially if you're at a retail place, like try to casually play on your phone or look at your text or whatever. I mean, you got the smartwatches now, but wouldn't it be dope to like have that that um, pip way and be like, yeah, oh yeah, and then you you look it up and it says you like got a friend from your friend and you'd be like texting on it and then you'd be like. They're like, don't be playing on your phone, like, cause that's the biggest fear. Like, don't be playing on your phone. I'd be like, nah, I'm just checking the time on my uh, Pip Boy. But you, was... so it'd be kind of funny to see that. But yeah, those guys make really good special editions, and they use, especially for Fallout, they usually sell out. Cause I know that the Fallout Four Pip Boy edition, Pip Boy edition, um, ended up selling out too and it was because so many people think that those things are neat and they're actually worth the money now where i didn't have a job at the time so i couldn't buy it that version but you know even i don't have the money to be i don't have money to be spending on huge additions that power hour edition is pretty cool and you know congratulations to the people who bought that because that would be a cool thing to have and but, you know, if you didn't get it, and then you're out of luck. Sorry, you guys. Okay, moving on. So, the game Battlefield 5 dun, 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 has been delayed until November 20th, which sucks and is a good thing at the same time. The thing that sucks is, is that they should have been working on it earlier. And they'll be like, well, they were developing content for Battlefield 1 or whatever. The thing that I say is, is that now they got huge competition on their hands. They got they the only competition they really had going for them at the start of launch, original launch, was going to be um, Black Ops Four. Now they're going up against Black Ops Four, Red Dead Redemption Two, and. Um, and Fallout 76, you got three big games on the marketplace, and you know, unfortunately, I, I'm if I had to choose between Battlefield 5, Modern Warfare, not Modern Warfare, sorry, Red Dead 2, Fallout 76, and Call of Duty Black Ops 4, I would pick probably Red Dead or Fallout over both of those games but to have them to only have the one competition out that 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 takes to your advantage and for them to delay it is a bad thing on them because they got more competition but at the same time you don't want to release a crap game or or half finished game because a all that's going to do is leave a bunch of angry fans and b it doesn't look good on your behalf so you know where i get where they delayed it they're kind of like in a pickle now because it was either a bad scenario where they released it in october or it was a bad scenario if they when they released it in november so but if you did pre-order battlefield 5 you now have to wait until november 20th so now something cool with video games is that everybody knows that they got esports, and esports is a competitive way of playing video games. And you know, a perfectly good sh- show to explain kind of like a little bit of a background and a little bit about esports and all that is a show called Explained on Netflix. Now, the show Explained on Netflix isn't all on esports; it, it has a different topic every week, but they do have an episode 
focusing on esports, which is pretty neat because, you know, I mean, if you want to get a, to learn information about it, yeah, you can watch like the esports and they'll tell you a little bit about it, but it, like it focuses on everything about esports kind of, or I don't know about everything, but they talk a lot about it in, in a 20 minute segment. So if you do have Netflix, check that out because, you know, I'm not going to go into it a lot because, you know, I don't want to spoil the, sh- the show for anybody who doesn't know a lot or for anybody who's curious about what they got for it. So if you're interested in it, um, it is on Netflix and the show is called Explain and it's its own episode. So um, more video game news. So got a lot of video game news in a row this that week after just saying that uh, thing about all oh, switching it up <laughs> um the game modern warfare 2 call of duty has come to xbox one backwards compatibility so if you have modern warfare 2 and you have backwards comp- or not backwards comp- but when you have xbox one you are now able to play call of duty black ops shit Sorry, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 on your Xbox. So, that's pretty cool because Modern Warfare is probably one of the most iconic Call of Duty games out there. Like, the original games are really, really good. But when you're thinking about Call of Duty, a lot of people will say Modern Warfare 2 is their favorite. Now, me personally, my favorite was Black Ops 1. Not of the other, other garbage Black Ops Especially the fact when you buy DLC for like something like Black Ops 2 or Black Ops 2. Yeah, we're remastering maps from Black Ops 1. That's because Black Ops 1 was good and your other ones are shit. But yet, you gotta remaster shit because you know that... You know that those other... That your newer games suck compared to that one. So, but not going into that. So... But one of the biggest Call of Duty games out there is Modern Warfare 2. And for them to have... For them to have it on backwards compatible is a great advantage to Infinity War, Ward, not Infinity War, Infinity Ward, the D at the end, because um, they're they're gonna if people buy the backwards compatibility version, I would assume that they would get money on it, and that's a smart move on them, because it'll keep them with having uh, money. So, and you know. I'm not going to lie. When it comes to the new Call of Duty games, the only company that I'm impressed with with their new games is Sledgehammer Games. A lot of people will fight me on it, but I thought Advanced Warfare was really, really good. And I would say that World War II is the best Call of Duty, new Call of Duty game on the next-gen console. Now, you, now, I say new Call of Duty games because you know, Xbox One people, they can play a bunch of backwards compatibility versions of Call of Duty. But for new new Call of Duty games, World War II is the best, and that was by Sledgehammer. And then my second favorite was Advanced Warfare, which a lot of people will argue with me about. But, you know, what? at least it's not jetpack, flying, shoot, boom, 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 dying. Like, I mean, Advanced Warfare is that way, but, you know... Out of all the multiplayer ways, it it was most fun on Advanced Warfare because not only did you have multiplayer, you had survival mode. I mean, even though in the DLC they did not make survival mode, all the DLC 
So the survival maps, they had zombie maps. And the zombies on, on, I'm trying to say the right name, on Advanced Warfare. Sorry, because I was about to say World War II. That's why I stopped myself there. So, um, but the zombies on Advanced Warfare and World War II is really good. But I'm talking about Advanced Warfare right now. But, I mean, a lot of people will have their own speculation on it. That's mine. So, I mean, it's cool to have them backwards compatible on the Xbox One. But for, like, PS4 people, just stick with the Sledgehammer versions of Call of Duty if you're going to go with with a version of Call of Duty because the other two companies are not living up to the standards. So I'm not saying that Sledgehammer Games does live up to the standards, but at least they do a better job with their new games than what the... Even though they're just starting out, and then the Infinity Ward and Treyarch, so... Okay, the next topic is kind of it's still on gaming, but it's a review for for a game. So last week, not last week, last episode, we talked about Daisy and how it's coming out to Xbox One. Now it's been out on Xbox One for almost a week now. Let me see, it's been out for more than a week. It's been out for a good solid, yeah, it's been out for one week and three days. And they only had one update, and the one update does not help. I mean, the game is buggy. It's a fun game. Don't get me wrong. I would play the shit out of it if it actually ran better. But everybody says, you know, of course, you know, console versions are not going to be as good. Sorry about that. Um but they're not going to be as good as the PC versions. And, of course, because of the components that PCs have that console games don't. But for a console port, that game runs crappy. Now, I'm PUBG, when the, if you're a PC guy, and you're going to be like, well, PUBG sucks on Xbox. Yeah, well, you can go fuck yourself, man. Because you know what? Like, I understand you PC gamers be like, well, we're Master Race, blah, 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 blah. Some people don't want to spend a thousand bucks. They don't want to have to upgrade their crap every couple years. Where at least the systems, they last for a good solid six or seven years before you even got to look into. People are like, well, you're going to spend a good amount of money and uh, it'll last you a couple, it'll last you a while. And like, you always got to worry about crap. And then you got to buy the next kind of better software. And that's going to cost you a lot more money than buying a brand new console. So. For PUBG on Xbox when it first came out, it was laggy. I won't I won't doubt it that, but it was good. It was a good game. It still is a good game. But for the first launch of DayZ, I did not have the same mm, kind of like, not impressions, but like um, same kind of um, feelings for it, I should say, for how, how, how it played out. And, you know... It's been almost a week, and they only released one update, and the game is still buggy as shit. It's fucking hard as hell to get into a lobby. And, you know, it's been a week and three days. And I know that's not a lot of time, but, you know, when you started seeing problems with your game when the game launches and people talk about it, you should be working on that as soon as you can. And, you know, maybe they they probably are working on it, but for right now, I would say give it time if you're going to look into buying it. Because even though it's 30 bucks, you know, if you want to spend that 30 bucks on 
let's say, I don't fucking know. Let's say you want to spend 30 bucks on half of the pre-order for, for one of the new games coming out. It's a better idea than playing a broken game. So, yeah. I'm going to move my stuff around because I'm kind of, I don't want to keep on talking about games. I got more game topics, but we'll switch it around for for a couple topics on my list order. So, the last blockbuster in America is getting its own beer. And it's gonna the beer is called The Last Blockbuster. So it's kinda neat. It's kinda like a kinda like a salute to the last one. Because you know, a lot of the block well, basically the blockbusters ran out of business. Now by me, I don't have a blockbuster, but I have a video store that's actually still up. It's called Family Video. So, and I really enjoy Family Video. And, you know, I understand. I always like going to the brick and mortar stores for movie places. I'll tell you what. I don't I don't like going to Redbox because it's such a limited variety where, like, the video stores, they had stuff from old movies to TV shows to video games to the newest movies where, like, if you're going to Redbox, you've got a good chance of freaking getting – Good, like new movies from up to like maybe a year, a year and a half, maybe up if you're lucky, two, two or something. But and 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 then they got some new games. But when you're at the video store, like when I go to Family Video, there's constantly a good amount of supply surplus of like Deadpool two just came out a couple weeks ago. You know, there's a surplus of Deadpool two DVDs and whatnot that you can rent. There's a they, they at least have three or four versions of the newest game. Like, I went there today to pick up Spider-Man, and unfortunately, it was all rented out. It makes sense because the game, it's A, the weekend, and B, a new it's a new game. It came out on Friday, so, you know, that's a double whammy because, you know, most of the time, the new games come out on a Tuesday. So, you know, people can have it returned by the weekend. But, you know, they have multiple versions of the game where, like, I feel that Redbox has maybe one or two versions of the movie and or game and then if you don't if you're not there in time you got to go to another one now where the difference between the video stores is is that they're kind of more apart I'm just saying I kind of miss I mean I'll tell you what if I, I I don't miss brick and mortar movie stores because I have one by me but if mine was to go I would miss it because you know what brick and mortar stores are cool never and not many people see that nowadays because they're always like, well, I got Netflix. Well, I got Netflix. Well, I got Netflix. Well, let me tell you something about Netflix coming up here in a little bit that pisses me off about Netflix. I mean, Netflix is cool, and they have a great a bunch of great shows. But, you know, you'll understand why I said the thing about Netflix here in a minute. So, so we'll go back to, uh, to a video game topic now. So the game The Force is coming to ps4 in november now i won't believe it until i see it why you may ask because they said plenty of times well it's going to come out this year what's 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 going to and it's like you can go fuck yourself until i see it out there and you know what even when it comes out i probably won't buy it because you know what you've been freaking hyping that shit up and then you let us down hype it up let down hype like like 
I'm not hyped for it anymore. I don't. I wouldn't care if I don't spend my money on that game. I would rather spend my money on Red Dead or Fallout or something different than that game because you know what? You fucking waited so long that I'm like, I'm fucking done. I don't even care if I get that game or not. If I want to play something like that, I'll play Daisy. I'll play Ark. I'll play Seven Days to Die. I don't give a shit. I'm not gonna buy that game. But you know, for the people that want to buy it, it comes out in November and it's a survival video game. And I like survival games, but. I'm not wasting my money on this one because I'm not happy with these guys and I'm not going to support them after that crap that they pulled. So. So moving on. PS Plus and Xbox One free games for September. So on Xbox, they have Lego Star Wars something. I couldn't give a shit about it because you know what? I don't play Lego games. But if you're a look, if you're a kid, or if you like Lego stuff, they got Lego Star Wars, and then they also got Prison Architect. Now, I highly recommend Prison Architect. People are like, well, that game sucks. It's actually pretty fun. It's like playing Sue Tycoon, but you're running a prison, and it is a little bit more complex than Sue Tycoon, or at least the version that I played on it, which was the PC version, the original PC version of it. It's a little bit more complex and it's a little bit more sophisticated, but it is still pretty fun and that's a good game. So if you have um, live, definitely check that game out. And for plus members, you got the great crappy Destiny 2. Oh, aren't you thrilled? Because you know why they released that? Because you know what just came out? That Destiny 2 DL, the first DLC. So you can get the Destiny 2 for free. But guess what, guys? If you want to, you can spend money on the new DLC. That's why we're, we're sneaking it up to, on you. Which I guess is okay because you're saving half your money. Have you like it? But, you know, you know, you can buy the brand new game with the DLC for 60 bucks. Now, I don't know how much they charge for the DLC. Especially if the DLC is 45 or more. I wouldn't fucking even pay for that shit. Because, I hey, I don't like Destiny in the first place. But to freaking charge that much when you can buy the game for full... Fully for, for with the DLC for sixty, I, it would be a, it would be it would save you money, but it wouldn't be. I'm trying to think of the words. It wouldn't be. It would be kind of crappy. I mean, I mean, you're still saving money. So in the way you're saving money, but you know it's still kind of stupid because it's all a gimmick to get you to buy the new DLC. Now, they also got um, the other free game is God of War 3 Remastered. Now, I never played God of War or any of the or 3 or the new one, or I haven't played any of them. But you know what? I think that um, that it's pretty cool that they're, that they're releasing God of War 3 Remastered for free. And, you know, I downloaded it, and I'm going to try it sometime. I mean, I don't know when, but I'll be trying it. So I think PS Plus has the upper hand on free games this month because they also have an indie game that's free right now. And it's called Sparkle 2. It's not the greatest name in the book, but it's a Marvel. It's like playing Candy Crush. and But if Candy Crush was on console and it was a little bit different. It's, it's kind of like the same concept where you're trying to like reach a certain goal and whatnot it's really fun and really addicting so i think that has the upper hand over xbox as well so so game back to um movie topics so 
Movie Pass is a thing where people can pay to get free movie tickets. It's not really free movie tickets when you pay for it, the membership. But you get movie tickets, like you get a full free ticket. But there's so many restrictions on it now that where the topic is coming up is more than half of movie pass subscribers want to cancel their subscriptions. They're, they're pissed. They don't want to be, they don't want to keep it because it's a ripoff. There's so much restrictions that it's not even like, well, what's the point of buying it? Like, you know, maybe if I want to see like a something certain, but there's so many restrictions. I haven't looked up on it. I just know that there's a lot of restrictions on it. So I feel like it might not even be really worth it to spend the money on a movie pass. And, well, according to the stuff I was reading, the, the subscribers aren't happy about it either. So um, then on USA, Mr. Robot Season 4 has announced as a final season. So it is coming. And it is coming out, but it's going to be ending as a final season, which is a good thing because it can end on a good note. Like we were saying before in Big Bang Theory, you don't want to end on a crappy note. And, you know, where I've seen the first two seasons, I really liked them. I did not watch the third season because the first episode was getting into politics. I mean, the show was kind of about politics, but it was more the first two seasons were more about the hacking and that first episode was heavily on the politics, and it made me not want to have any interest in the rest of the season three. But it was a good show for the first two seasons. I don't know about three. I mean, I never really gave season three a chance because I had I wanted to spend my time doing something different. I wasn't going to watch a political show every week if it was going to be a piece of shit. I don't. One thing about me that you that I always like I said on multiple episodes, we don't talk politics here, and that's because I absolutely can't stand talking about politics. I think that there's better topics you can talk about, and talking about politics is not one of my things. So, yeah. So, but if you are a fan of Mr. Robot, all seasons, um, season four is going is coming. There's no release date on it yet. But um, it is coming, and it's going to be as a final season. Now we're going to do a bad thing about Netflix, and then we're going to end the Netflix topics on a good note. So get ready. Pops, a.k.a. I, some people call me Bob. Um, it's a funny nickname I got. I won't go into that today. So... So technically, that's my gamer tag. So people call me Bob all the time. So, you know, I ran on PlayStation and Xbox a lot, so they call it Bob Rant. So, you know, I was about to say it's. Oh, well, I'll tell you in a minute. But I was about to say Bob's, and then I had to stop myself because a lot of people say I ran all the time. So let's go. So, we're gonna let's let's try this again. It's time for Bob's fucking rant session. Today, our fucking rant is on the fact that fucking Netflix is removing rules of engagement on September 11th. What in the fuck? Now, you might be wondering, why are you so mad? Dude, that show was a fucking hilarious. It would be like if Netflix was to remove fucking The Office off of, off of Netflix. That show's hilarious. I love The Office. 
and to remove it, it would piss a lot of people off. Now, where rules of engagement won't have the same effect because it's not as big as The Office because The Office is one of the biggest shows on earth, I would assume, because everybody talks about it and a lot of people quote it all the time. But fucking Rules of Engagement was a fucking hilarious show. It had Patrick Warp, Warburton from um, and David Spade. They were both on Emperor's New Groove together and they were on the show together. It was a hilarious fucking show. And the fact that Netflix is removing a fucking hilarious show is ridiculous. And I know it has something to do with the contract, but renew the contract. Renew the contract. And, you know... Here's the thing that makes me say the see the con out of it. Now, here's a real example. So, I fucking bought the seasons of Futurama because I love the show. I love the I love Futurama. I talked about it multiple times between Disenchantment and I quote stuff about Futurama. I love Futurama, so I bought the series on DVD. Well, you know, guess what? Everybody told me at the time. It was on Netflix. Everybody was like, oh, why would you buy that? I could just watch it on Netflix. I mean, you're so, like, they would, and then they would, like, kind of, like, make jabs, like, oh, you're so cool because you you bought the, the seasons. Like, I can watch it for free. Like, yeah, but look at it now, motherfuckers. They removed Futurama off of Netflix because of a contract problem between Fox and and Netflix. And what, what, what do you see now? You don't see anything on on Futurama on Netflix because they've removed it. The closest thing you got is fucking Disenchantment. And Disenchantment has nowhere close to it, but I am not going to go on that because I'm not a big fan of Disenchantment and I'm not going to... This is not what the rant session is about. The rant session is about the fact that fucking rules of engagement is being removed. I am fucking livid. I don't like it. I am pissed the fuck off about it. And you know... That's my little rant session on this episode. Like, what the fuck? You're canceling a great show. You're removing it. And it would be, and you know, it's different from canceling a show. Like, canceling a show, that's a good reason to be mad. But to remove a great show, because I would listen to that shit before I go to fucking bed. Because, you know, I always like listening to happy shit before I go to bed. Like, I'm like one of those people who has to listen to something. Like, it's not good for you, but you know. Cause you got that bright light, but you know, I turn my, my iPod down and really dim and I listen to it and I put, if I'm not listening to a comedian at night, I was listening to fucking rules and engagement and it's going to be sad to see him go. And now I'm going to have to find a fucking alternative method to fucking watch it because Netflix had to be a bunch of bitches and remove such a, <clears throat> such a great show off of Netflix and <coughs> I'm not the only person that's mad about it. There's other people, but, you know, they were all busy. They couldn't be here tonight, but trust me, there's a lot of people who've seen it. Now, I don't I don't think I'll have it out by then, but if I was going to say if I get this episode somehow out before they remove rules of engagement, check out a couple episodes before you before you uh before they remove it because that show is hilarious and I would guarantee that you guys will like it. And who knows, maybe if they see a peak uprising of people watching it before it goes, maybe they'll think about renewing the contract. I don't know, but that limits me. So, and the last topic I want to talk about on podcast three is Paradise PD Review. Um, so, Paradise PD is made by the people who created Brickleberry, and Brickleberry was a 
like it was like it was kind of like it's not like South Park, but it had that comedy factor like South Park, where they push stuff on the edge and they make stuff really really funny. Now, it's even funnier. The Paradise PD is really funny. I don't know if it's as fun. I would say that Brickleberry and Paradise PD are the same for comedy levels. It was fucking hilarious. But the funny thing is that I liked about Paradise PD is that now that they're on they. Not that they're now on Netflix, but it was because it's a Netflix original. But since they're on Netflix, they can push it even further with the comedy. They can push it and do a lot more inappropriate jokes that where Brickleberry couldn't because they were on TV. Now, yes, they were on Comedy Central, so they might have been able to push the limits a little bit more. But for Netflix to have a freaking raunchy comedy show is hilarious. Now, Netflix does a really, really good job with their comedy, car- their animated cartoon shows. F is for Family is a great one. That show is fucking hilarious. Bill Burr does a great job on that show. Can't wait for season three. Um, um shit. I just, I was just talking about it. I already forgot the name. Sorry. <laughs> but um, Paradise PD, another fucking hilarious show. And it's an animation one. BoJack Horseman. I don't no. Don't get mad at me. I don't watch that show, but a lot of people praise it, and I wouldn't see why not. They do such a great job. The one show I'll tell you that they don't fucking do a great job on that was a comedy animated series is fucking Disenchantment because they fucking use the same crappy writers probably from the Simpsons, the new seasons of the Simpsons. They fucking you like you're on Netflix. You can push the boundaries. Like Paradise PD pushed the boundaries. Disenchantment did not. They kept it freaking like a TV-rated series, which is fucking lame. Like, sorry, but, you know, you, you, they made it even worse because it wasn't even that funny. I didn't like it, and, you know, you can watch it on your own, and you can have your own opinion on it, but I didn't like it. I didn't fucking like it. It wasn't funny. But going back to the Paradise PD review, it was such a great show. I mean, I just can't really tell you a lot about it because it's all spoilers. It just came out maybe, like... Maybe around episode 10, I can um, talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it when the show's only like, um, it's not even, well, is it? Um, It's two weeks old. No, actually, it's a week old. It came out on the 31st. I binge watched that shit, and I had that finished by like, by like midweek, like Wednesday, maybe even earlier than that. I don't even know. And then a typical came out. Yesterday, aka the seventh, so now you know when I recorded this on the seventh. I I watched so much of that it was ten episodes. I watched so much of it. I finished the first season already. Now you might have been like, "Well, why didn't you record your podcast instead instead of uh, watching the show?" I wasn't feeling good last night. I don't. One thing you'll learn about me is I don't fucking feel well a lot. I don't know why, but I. Sometimes I eat crap food and it doesn't agree with my stomach. So that was one of the cases last night. And you know what? I saw I'm like, I can't really, I don't have the energy to record. So I'm going to watch the show. And I finished the show, a typical season two. And you know what? I won't go in on it too much because I'll save what I thought about it next week. I won't, I won't spoil anything. I'll probably save that one for episode 12 or 13. But it was really funny and it was really, and you know, I'm talking about, I'm talking about a paradise now, not a, a typical. I'm not saying anything about that until actually, like I said. But t- it, 
If you have Netflix and you like raunchy comedies, check out Paradise PD because that shit is hilarious and the ending will surprise you. I won't say anything about the ending. I'm just telling you that it will surprise you. So, and that's about the topics that I cover on this episode of Behind the Screen. Now, I don't want to sound like a pushy YouTuber, but I am going to ask for some favors from, from the fans. If you're on YouTube, just type something on there. Say, I listen on YouTube. Just let me know because, you know, with the change of Joey being gone, I'm tempted to take it down off of iTunes and Android because, you know what, everybody has YouTube. iOS has YouTube and what the hell is that? I think it just made a noise. I don't fucking even know. Could be a ghost. I don't fucking know. Sorry, I got sidetracked. Sorry about that. Fuck. That thing. Okay, sorry. I got my head back in the game. Sorry about that. So, if if you are on Android and you really like it on the cast box, let me know. If you really like it on iTunes, let me know. But, you know, I know that YouTube is on all three platforms, computer, Android, and iOS. So... If you well, if you listen to it on YouTube, type on YouTube. I'm a listener on YouTube. Um, if you if you're on Android, if you don't want to leave a rating, well, you can't leave a rating on Android because it's on Castbox and can't do shit for that. But if you're on Android, find the YouTube channel and comment on this episode. I listen on Android. If you're on iOS, go to YouTube. I listen on Android. It's probably easier if you just write it on YouTube. But you put what you're listening on. Say, I listen on Android. I listen on iTunes. I listen on YouTube. That way I can tell the difference. Because, you know, I'm not saying I'm giving up on the podcast. I'm just saying it costs some some money to, to have it up on Android and iOS. And, you know... If I can spend that money on upgrading features for recording and whatnot, I would rather spend that. So, I mean, I don't mean to sound like a pesty one. I'm not telling you to follow. I'm not telling you to subscribe. I'm not telling you shit. All I'm asking is to spend two seconds of your day and write one of those three options. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, sorry for... I usually, I usually I'll find... A, I got to find some... Some, uh, I can't even think of the word, co-host, not co-host, but guest host, so that way they can help out. I don't mind doing solos, but, you know, you'll probably notice a couple, there's going to be a couple of times where you're not going to hear anything for a couple seconds because I'm getting a drink or if I'm coughing or something like that, and that's because, you know, you know, when you're all talking, your mouth, your mouth is freaking using... It's just a lot of energy, and it makes makes you thirsty. So, yeah. So, if if you are interested in um, being a co-host, um, let me know in YouTube. There's a lot of things. Like, you don't have to do the thing about the being a co-host, but if you, please do the thing about the Android, iTunes, or YouTube, because that would be a huge help. I don't mean to be pesty. This is probably the only time I'll be pesty about it. 
but it would be really helpful because I need to make a judgment call by the end of September. So, um, yeah. So if you want to be getting back to, if you want to be a co-host, write on, write a comment on YouTube saying I wouldn't mind co-hosting an episode and we'll see what we can do to get you in. So thanks everyone for uh, listening to podcast number three. We are working on the, we've been working on the list for podcast four and we're hoping to have enough by next week, what midweek so we can record it and post episode four as soon as we can. So thanks everyone for listening and thanks. Well, I just said things. Sorry. My, my brain is jumbled right now, but, <laughs> but I can say, let's just call it here today. So, Goodbye, everybody.